A Beautiful Fiction A Good Omens Podfic Written by The Starlit Rose and read by Literarian Chapter 21 London looked the same as he'd always remembered it. It was raining. No surprise there, it was the same gloriously gloomy place he'd grown up. It was home. Streets and buildings passed by quickly and soon they were in Soho. A familiar building came into view. He was excited. To see Aziraphale again, to see them together again. They were back where it all began. Warlock took a moment to glance at Nanny, who was bouncing with nervous energy. As the cab rolled slowly to a stop, Adam squeezed his hand. Adam's warmth seeped into him, calmly reassuring him. Warlock hadn't been able to get any rest on the flight and he was feeling exhausted and irritable. Crowley had nearly bitten all his nails off and wouldn't stop fussing at his hair. Adam got out first, followed by himself and then Nanny with Dog hopping along behind them. Crowley stood next to the cab, looking up at the shop ahead of him, expression half hidden beneath dark glasses, lips drawn and chin lifted high. His fists were clenched. In all the years Warlock had known Nanny, he had never once seen him so still. Warlock carefully placed his hand on the demon's arm and tugged him forward. Come on, he's waiting. The nervous energy was pouring off Crowley. His hair was sticking up in all directions and there was a weariness in his eyes that Warlock couldn't remember ever seeing before. His body was wound tight, ready to snap any second. Adam opened the door and held it for the others to step through. Crowley stood outside, placing a hand on the doorframe for a long moment before tentatively stepping inside. From the back of the shop he heard a surprised ho oh! and the patter of approaching feet. Aziraphale's eyes were wide, a faltering smile and barely held back tears. His hair was limp, eyes were dark and tired. Crowley had never seen him look so fragile before. Each stood unmoving, frozen in place as they stared at one another for the first time in years. Crowley took in the angel across the room. He'd changed his shirt and his waistcoat was fashioned in a moderately more modern way. Then Crowley took a deep breath and took three steps forward, almost close enough to touch, inches apart. 
their breath mingled, fingers aching to reach out to the other, but too scared to discover it was an illusion. They had gone longer without the other, centuries in some cases. They'd gone longer without touching the other, but each felt if they crossed these last few inches between them, the other would crumble away, leaving them alone to their beautiful fiction once more. Finally, Aziraphale spoke. You're here. He nodded, slowly reaching out a shaking hand and brushing a fingertip across Aziraphale's face, smiling as he did. He was actually here, tangible under his fingers, so many times he'd imagined only for him to disappear as he reached for him. This was real. How crowly, said Aziraphale, a sob catching in his throat. He took a step forward and buried his face in the crook of Crowley's neck. Trembling arms reached around Crowley as his arms wrapped him tight. Crowley held him tight, swaying gently back and forth, whispering unintelligible words. Warlock noticed the quiet feel of Adam behind him and wondered how he had become a comforting presence in his life so quickly. He felt at peace when he was nearby. Whatever it was that had been building between them, he hoped would remain once this was over. He was sure Adam wouldn't just leave, but he kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. It had all been too easy. Too easy to contact Adam, too easy to befriend him, too easy to find his nanny, and it had been much too easy to start to fall in love. Warlock reached behind him and felt for Adam's hand, fingers lacing. Warlock wasn't sure what was to come of this, but he hoped. He knew this whole ordeal wasn't over. Not yet. Gabriel would come, and Beelzebub, and they would be pissed. Adam and Warlock excused themselves to a tucked-away corner of the shop, allowing Raphael and Crowley to be alone. Thank you, Adam. I know this wasn't easy for you, but I appreciate your help. I know they do too. It wasn't for them at first. I just wanted to finally have answers. You spend your entire life wondering what you are, the true purpose of your existence. If she knew that was going to happen, why do it in the first place? <sighs> I don't regret it, though. Even if when all this is over, say they don't have the answers I'm looking for, I won't regret it. Warlock nodded. Whatever your reasons, I appreciate it. We couldn't have done it without you. Of course, he nodded. And I care now. What they did to them, and to me, 
even to you. It wasn't fair or right. It was cruel, a means to an end. It's not over. Gabriel, Beelzebub, they will find them. I'm worried it won't end well, he said plainly, meeting Adam's eyes. You don't know that? Crowley is just as powerful as they are. Warlock frowned. What if it's the whole of heaven and hell? Adam shrugged. Then we might not be so fine, but this doesn't feel like the whole of heaven and hell. It sounds like two pissed-off superiors trying to shut up two insubordinate employees by any means necessary. I don't know. Trust me, Crowley and Aziraphale will be fine. And I'll be there too. Adam reached across the distance between them, lacing their fingers together once more, taking comfort in the warm palm resting against his own. We have a few more days. They haven't realized they're together again. It will be fine. Warlock squeezed the hand in his own, allowing himself to take the comfort he offered. I, I want to believe you. I trust you, Adam Young. Adam smiled, squeezing his hand again, then nodded. They sat quietly against the wall for what felt like hours, Warlock's head resting on Adam's strong shoulder. Their hands still joined, taking comfort in the other just because they could. I'm bait. <laughs> Me too. Crowley noticed Warlock and Adam leave, but there was so much he wanted to say to Aziraphale. Reluctant, he disentangled himself, allowing himself to look freely at the angel. I keep thinking you're going to disappear, that this is just another hallucination, that I'm going to wake up and you're going to be gone again. He swallowed, searching the angel's face. I'd rather drink holy water than to lose you again. Aziraphale shook his head. No, I am so thankful it never came to that. To think... No, I'm glad you didn't. I would have lost you forever. I won't lie to you, Angel. There were times when I begged her for death. Especially in the beginning. And to think that they knew that Beelzebub let me ache for you, all the while working with Gabriel... I could never imagine an angel doing something such as that to another angel, but here we are. Aziraphale placed his hand over Crowley's heart, the beating beneath his fingertips a balm on his raw heart. We were together here on earth for such a short while. I never realized how much I would miss the beat of your human heart. I would have given anything to feel it again, and now that I can... He pressed himself against the demon, his arms pulling him tight in the embrace. His voice cracked. 
I will not let you go. I don't plan on going anywhere without a fight, Angel. He buried his nose in Aziraphale's hair. What... what do you remember? Everything. Everything? As in... Aziraphale pulled back to gaze into his golden eyes. Everything. Why didn't you ever say? He shook his head. I was worried. <laughs> Crowley took a shaky breath. If you didn't remember, it was because she did it. That she didn't want us to... If I had known it was that wanker Gabriel, I could have fixed it. So easily. I should have tried, but I was so scared it would hurt you. Dearest, it wasn't your fault. There was nothing you could have done to prevent it. After you fell... His fingers found his face, allowing his fingertips to brush against Crowley's freckled cheekbones. He licked his lips and looked down, whispering, I asked him to. He felt Crowley go stiff in his embrace. His voice was rough with emotion. Why? It hurt so much. Too much. He promised he could make it better, promised that I'd be healed. He glanced back up to Crowley. I just wanted to forget. I loved you and you were gone, gone where I couldn't follow. Crowley nodded. I'm glad you didn't follow me, Angel. I would never, never want that for you. Aziraphale ducked his head to rest beneath Crowley's chin, wrapped his arms around the thin demon and closed his eyes. This was real. He never wanted to let go, too scared Crowley would disappear again. However, they grew tired of standing and made their way to a familiar sofa. Spacious and worn, embellished with a floral design that had never once been fashionable. Crowley had never been so pleased to see it. Aziraphale snuggled in close beside him, head resting comfortably on Crowley's shoulder, with Crowley's arms around him, hands entwined between them. Aziraphale swallowed. What are we going to do? I think I have a plan. And it should work. As long as it's just the two of them. I'm listening.